flying through the first month of WA Premier Cricket, flying might be a good word to describe Midland Guildford. They've had a meteoric rise over the last 12 months or so. Uh, Mike Fosgett departed the coaching role at the end of last season, having done an incredible job to turn around the club's fortunes, and now those fortunes are in the hands of Tim Edmonds, the Midland Guildford coach, who's been good enough to join us here on Sport FM to chat the plight of his club. A, uh, a one-wicket thriller at the weekend in the ones. Hello to you, Tim. Morning, Jacob. Thanks, Tim. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Um, how have you found life settling in? We spoke to you just after you were appointed in the, the heart of winter. It was a, a long and wet winter. How do you feel three games in? Yeah, it's been it's been relatively pleasing so far. Obviously, as you mentioned, that uh, heartbreak or sorry, nail-biting uh, win on the weekend got the heart racing a bit too much. No one gets to those t- positions too often, but it's it's been a pleasing start so far um, across the grades at the club. And that is obviously your overarching goal. It's not just a first-grade conversation, is it? It's about depth through the grades, and clearly the improvement was there last year. But what is the depth like across the grades at the club? Yeah, it, it's good. It's strong. Um, we've got a pretty aspirational group, as I might have said in, in winter when we spoke earlier. So everything's pointing in the right direction. Obviously, a good finish you know, at, at the end of last season, and as I mentioned that you know, Foz did a, a great job to get that cl- to get the club to the position we are now, and we've come back pretty well and and start the season. There's been there's been plenty of positives to start in the first three rounds. You're three from three. Uh, you've been challenged uh, in all of the games at, at different points, though. You mentioned the one wicket win at the the weekend. Yes, it was closer than you would have envisaged. But is it a positive that you're able to win a close game, uh, particularly against uh, a good opponent? Yeah, we, we we should have won by a few more wickets, but you know, full credit to Drew Lop, they came back into the game. We gave them an opportunity, um, which we let them back in. But yeah, the pleasing thing has been in in the first couple of weeks, especially the first two rounds, uh, we were challenged. You know, we were challenged by South Perth, who got a very strong bowling lineup and were able to defend a low total. And, and in round two, you know, fight back strongly against Perth and and turn that game around the back half with the ball and, and then chase down the score. So. There's, there's starting to be a bit of belief amongst the guys that we that, that we can string some, you know, some wins together, and you know, there's still plenty of improvement in the group. You know, a couple of couple of players still come back into the side, and you know, there's, there's competition for spots, and it's healthy, and everyone will be um, up and going as, as the weeks progress. Tim, your big off-season signing was uh, Josh Nicholas from uh, the Perth Cricket Club. He's already played a pretty important role in these first three games with bat and ball. Just how big a coup was it to land Josh's signature after so many good years at Perth? Oh, Josh has been an amazing player, obviously, for a number of years. And coming to our club just just brings that, you know, fight and always wants to lead well. Um, The first two weeks, probably... Didn't get the the results with the ball that he wanted. He was able to steer us to victory with the bat against Perth, which was really pleasing for him. And we got around him. But just I think last week he really started hitting straps with the ball. Um, he, he's going he's going to be a massive asset for us. He knows how to win. He's a competitor, and and that's the type of you know type of cricket we want as we want to move forward. It's a pretty handy opening bowling attack when they're available, Moody and Nicholas, and a fair few handy bowlers behind them. Yeah, there is. We've got a I suppose a, we're spoilt. I suppose for you know the pace bowling depth at the moment obviously having moods around as well is is, a, is an added bonus you know we have him and he's a great he's a great senior player and guides a lot of our younger bowlers we, when he can get down to training as well but we want we want moods to go play for wa we, we want him to play at the the highest level he possibly can like like all our players 
play at the highest level we possibly can. So while we have him, we're we're blessed to have him, but we have obviously Josh, Justin Candy, who started the season in, in great shape, picking up from where he left off last year, and and Cole Christie, who's had an interrupted pre-season, but first spent the first couple of weeks in the twos, and you know, he'll be back in the first grade side sooner rather than later as well. So um, you know, things are healthy in that regard. Tim Edmonds is with us, coach of the Midland Guildford Cricket Club. They're three from three uh, to start the first grade season. Round four, another one-day game coming up uh, this weekend. How important is a guy like Tom Beaton with his experience at a, a first-class level and, and so much first-grade experience to your batting group? Yeah, we just saw, we just saw against, against Perth what he actually can do, hopefully consistently for us this season. And made, made a really good 84 um, you know, Tom wants to Tom wants to score a hundred for the club. That's something he he wants to do this season. Moving into two day cricket the next couple of weeks, we looking for him to you know be a real senior leader amongst our batting group with the likes of you know James Godfrey and Kate Gritchell as well. And Dylan Sharman's another one who's started the season really well. Him and uh, Tom and Tom and Dill have a really good opening partnership at the top. They've been able to put us on the, you know a good uh, a good start in most of our one day games. We'd, yeah, we're looking for Tom. I suppose you say not putting putting an age on him. He's in the latter half of his, uh, I suppose, time in in Premier cricket, having hit the age of thirty. But he's such a massive, important player for us going forward. I think this season. Now, Tim, were you at Lilac Hill for the the culmination of the the ones game, or were you uh, uh, tra- traversing around the grounds? How did you did you see the end of the game, <laughs> and how do you go watching an intense finish like that? Jacob, it took me a while to actually dissect what happened. For a short period of time, it was um, yeah not the end we wanted. You know, we we, we started poorly, losing Tom and Dill, and then um, and Austin Thomas and and uh, Captain Keaton obviously got us into a really strong position. I think it was two hundred and seven, and then we lost seven for twenty. So some of those things you don't usually expect to see in first grade cricket. But I was quietly um, I tried to remain silent and sitting in my chair. I don't have many fingernails at the best of times, so. Um, I tried to make it as calm as possible, but uh, deep down, I was at stages I was worried. Let's be honest. Might need to get Wayne Clark to give you a call. He seems to be the master of just finding <laughs> a room and staying away from it all. But uh, yes, a coach feels the uh, the nerves and the tension just like the players in a, a close game like that. You mentioned Keaton Critchell, your captain. Uh, it was a really mature innings, wasn't it? When you needed it, both your openers out without scoring, and, and someone had to stand up, and he was the man. Yeah, he won runs in the first two weeks of the season, but they didn't come. Well, while we lost two early wickets, there's an opportunity for him to spend some some quality time at the crease at home, and um, yeah, he was able to do that. And yeah, you know, we, we see him obviously he had an interrupted start to last season, but he's been able to you know, get on the park and, and lead us well for the first three rounds. And um, it's going to be a great learning curve for him to be to be, to be captain as well. You know, he's, he's in his mid twenties; it, it's the right time for him, and I expect him to have a really really good season, um, not only leading the side but but with the bat as well. So. It was, it was really pleasing to see him spend time in the middle on the weekend. You've got Gosnells this week. Now, everyone knows the plight of Gosnells. It's been a, a really tough couple of years. It wasn't all that long ago that Midland Guildford were in a tough situation where wins were hard to come by. How do you avoid complacency and get the best out of your group this week in a game that on paper you expected to win? Oh, there, there certainly won't be any complacency after, after what happened on the weekend. You know, the guys really want to respond well. Um, we're empathetic. We, we know where Gosnell's are. As you said, we've, we've been in that position as a club as well. We're looking to obviously continue our winning form and, and actually move into the next block of the season in two-day cricket in good form as well. So we certainly won't be taking Gosnell's lightly at, at their home ground. Um, you know, they're they're on, on a path 
pretty similar to us quite a few years ago. They've got a number of young guys and they're putting a lot of work in to actually continue to try and build. So, um, and, and they said they certainly haven't been pushovers to start this season. So we have to, we have to give them absolute respect and we will be. So, Tim, as you mentioned, this is the last one-day game and then you've got a Saturday-Sunday two-day fixture. Midland Guildford have shown their ability in white ball cricket over the last few years. How do you get the best out of your performances with a red ball in two-day cricket? I think that was the pleasing thing last year, Jacob. We, we, when we played red ball cricket in the back half of the season, we had a really strong finish and, and it propelled us into the into the finals. Basically on that, obviously, it came to a halt against Subiaco Florida in the elimination final. But our red ball cricket in the back half of last year brought a lot of confidence to the group that we can that we can actually perform consistently. We think we've got the you know the bowlers to box sides out and the batters with the temperament to actually bat the day and put us into a really strong position. So um, while one day cricket we've been a bit indifferent over the past two seasons, we think red ball is actually probably hurting hurting us more at, at this stage and we we'd like to think we could start the that phase of the season pretty well. Well, Tim, we wish you well. It has been a great start to 2022. 2023, seen as one of the big improvers off your deeds last year and a good start for you as a coach as well. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it.